Hello and welcome to Achievement Hunting 101. I'm Fufu Kalipuf, and this is level 206. Joining me tonight is Rocker Dude. Howdy, howdy! I'm back. I'm, I'm coming out of retirement. I'm I'm retired from podcasting, like X is from Gamerscore. <laughs> <laughs> and Koosh Moose. Yes, I'm here. I'm not on vacation. I'm not retired. <laughs> Yeah, so it's just the three of us this week. Uh, I think I'm back back at this point. I'll be, what? Yeah. Back back. Okay. I knew there was something I forgot I was meaning to tell you and, and <laughs> L while we while we were on the call. Yeah, I think wow. I'll be back back from now on. So hey, heard it here first. Either subs are going to go up or subs are going to go down. <laughs> Preferably up to help my ego and my fragile feelings. But either way, yeah, I, th- I think I'm back. Corey's just here because otherwise it'd just be me and Nate, and no one wants to hear just that. No, no. They, the they, they needed me, as you could see, up on the video version of the podcast. Uh, L is on vacation. He's, he's at a beach. <laughs> <laughs> sort of, kind of. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. All right. But yeah, let's just jump right into our topic of discussion for this week and this one's kind of straightforward we're halfway through the year so let's we asked our patrons what's your favorite game of the year so far and we got a couple of responses i'll go ahead and start reading off a couple <clears throat> first response comes from ahizo he says i had to go to ta and filter the 2022 releases to even remember what has come out this year unsurprisingly i haven't played anything from 2022 that really stood out or much from 22 at all. I expect any answer would be tunic if had I gotten to that, but I haven't. So, t- but I haven't. So to choose something I've played, I'll pick paparazzi. Uh, I think that's the one uh, Nate played a couple of months ago. I have no, yeah, I have no interest in that. I'm not going to play that. You mean <laughs> yeah, paparazzi, paparazzi, paparazzi. Uh, I like the paparazzi better. The Lady Gaga song is much better. Yeah, you have to do it like Lady Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> and then a uh, second patron response comes from GTO. Wait, GT. Oh, GT option three fan. optics. Come on, optics fan. Sorry, sorry. Option fan. Let's try again. Option. <laughs> it's been a long night, man. <laughs> the sad part is, like, I'm still on Fourth of July time. And I don't even drink, but like I feel Hold like on. I'm, I'm feeling it. What is Fourth of July time? <laughs> yeah, Dude, what is that? Like you're not still like hung over from the weekend. I feel like I'm dead all today. I mean, I'm my my body hurts because I'm old, but <laughs> <laughs> my body doesn't hurt. I'm just like not there today. It was awful trying to deal with customers and like, giving f- false information, all that. Ugh. But anyway, <laughs> could not speak. But yeah. Anyway, let's go back to his comment. He says, he'll he'll echo Ahizo's comment. The only game I've played so far with a 2022 release is TMNT Shredder's Revenge. Good choice. So I guess it gets the nod by default. But from afar, without having played them already, I would say Elden Ring or Tunic would have to be the game of the year potentials right now from the critical claims. Uh, Yeah, I echo his thoughts with TMNT. I know it's been myself... Corey, 
Icefire, Elle, Michelle, and Prue have been playing that the past past few Thursday nights. That game is a lot of fun. It's a really good beat 'em up. If you haven't played that, I highly suggest playing it, especially because it's on Game Pass. And I know you guys have had, you guys have talked about that in the past one or two shows. Um, and then the third comment I'll read is from Wakapel. From a pure enjoyment standpoint, I had a great time with Turnip Boy commits tax evasion. That title, man. The gameplay is not great, but it does not out outstay its welcome, and I found it to be one of the funnest games I've played in quite a while. The surprisingly coherent story also goes places I didn't expect. Most of it was made by a single developer. I didn't know that. That's interesting. Sadly, it still has achievement issues on Xbox, so you'll have to play it on PC for the completion. I know a couple of people have talked about that game quite a bit, especially Vulgar Latin, whenever it was that it came out. Uh, how about you, Corey? What you got for this question? Uh, I don't have a lot, okay? So I went to my That's game surprising. collection, filtered by released by year and i have a full page worth of stuff but it's nothing i'm super happy with that i think even comes close to game of the year um so it's it's kind of hard most of them are dives uh right so there's that uh some of the things i had fun with this year were odd world stranger's wrath which was a remake or remaster sorry uh, what lies in the multiverse, but again, it's just a platformer, nothing super crazy. Like the, the largest game I've played this year is Tiny Tino's Wonderland. I love those games. Never They're so good. Game of the year material though, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I mean there's just been a lot of this stuff that's been good, but like it's really hard to say. If I had to pick a like, gun to my head, uh, it would probably be at this point, between Fall Guys and TMNT, uh, not because of recency biases either. I just I, those are the ones I've had the most fun with. Um, so does Fall Guys really count though? And, and, and there's that question too. It to me, it gets an asterisk. It, it's yeah. an asterisk. Uh, it gets yeah. a write-in vote. So uh, there's a lot of stuff coming out that I mean, there's there's always stuff coming out that I want to play and I I am gonna like. But so far this year. Mm-hmm. The the one that's given me the most enjoyment is probably TMNT, and that's probably because, like you said, I have been playing it with uh, you know people, uh, particularly you sometimes, and L and 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 others. So, uh, and speaking of L, he actually wrote in uh, a response. I wrote in. I mean, he sent this clip. I like turtles. There you go. He likes turtles <laughs> or toitles. Toitles. So uh, yeah, very popular game that TMNT is. I. I only have to grind the the characters left, so uh, that game is just about over for me. Uh, to be fair, but yeah, let's so you go. You can't to, finish it too quickly, though. If you I, all finish it too <laughs> too quickly and finish it before me, I'm never going to finish it. Well, because <laughs> I'm not going to play that one by myself. I don't like beat 'em up games enough to play them by myself. It's so, like I have to play with someone. It is a different experience for sure, um, but yeah, uh, I, I would probably be the same. Although I plan on grinding it up by myself, so I yeah, guess I'm not the I can't, same. <laughs> I can't see a group of six or seven going through that game six or seven times. It, but, it would be you know. more than that, because um, I'm pretty sure it's you get more experience if you don't play together. Uh, really? Yeah, because it's all about because how many people you beat up. and it's based on how many people uh, you kill. Uh, yeah. Especially with you, Kenny. 
Sometimes you had like seven kills. <laughs> and knocking people over edges hey, doesn't hey, count. Hey, that was L that was getting like seven kills a match. Right, the well, other annoying thing is that when you, knock, when you knock somebody over a ledge, unless you kill them before they go over, uh, it doesn't count. I, so I've noticed that because like, uh, yeah. I was like, that's a quick that. way to get rid of people. And like, I was like, yeah. my kill counter is not accurate. Exactly. Yep. So, that's annoying. I've thrown a bunch of people off the cliff. Yeah. Well, can you, well, you listen to me? Then you, you would know better. <laughs> you can throw them into the camera. That counts. But you can't throw them. You can't throw them off a ledge. Oh, that's so stupid. Or jump kick them off a ledge or anything. And actually, uh, we have to somehow share the craziness that happened to us on Thursday night with the massive glitching. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to get too much to it because they they did do like a whole thing on TMNT, but. Uh, yeah, the, the game is not without its bugs for sure. And the other day we got to the end of a level. Uh, we were at the boss and we're playing on. Is this when we were playing on hard? Yeah, we went through the arcade mode on yeah. hard. So, you know, we're trying to do good. And there's a thing where you can like quick quit out and rejoin. Right. The savior like, continues because you only get like one. And uh, I quit out as well as Ice Fire TN. And when we came back. Not only did it put us in the match with them, but it put us at the beginning of the level. The rest of them were at the boss and the camera slowly started to <laughs> move them through the entire level back to the beginning where at some point it, we all met up again, but we had to do it the whole level so again. Annoying. It was, it wow. was strange. We yeah, got L posted that. Yeah. Oh, did he? Oh, okay. it's on the discord somewhere. Yeah. 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 That was the same night where he was trying to beat up a lava pool that uh, killed him. <laughs> uh, shout outs to uh, Big L as he's uh, on vacation. But similar to your uh, comment you read, Fufu, uh, Ruderick, uh, I'm sorry, not Ruderick, Legohead has also only played three games this year, two of which have been photography based. And so he was going to obviously pick Paparazzi uh, as the winner. I can't see that as being relaxing or enjoyable. <laughs> But I think the last half of your year gets better. Um, that's, that's all <laughs> I have to say about that. <laughs> me too, Legohead. Me too. Uh, also, we have a write-in from Aruderic. He wrote, I love this name, Dangarampa. Dangarampa. I've missed this. It's not so easy now, is it, Corey? It's not so easy. <laughs> what kind of name is Dangarampa Trigger Happy Havoc Anniversary Edition? That is a name and a half. And uh, uh -huh. he liked the look of the game uh, for a while. It never got, uh, he never got around to playing it. So it, it finally came to Xbox. Uh, I'm just now reading this for the first time, by the way, if you can tell. <laughs> so I don't agree that this should be game of the year if it finally came to Xbox. It's probably been out forever. Uh, but so he finally started it, and the gameplay is simple. Uh, but he says it's basically a visual novel. Again, that's not game of the year material. I'm sorry, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'm glad you enjoyed it because there's also some mini games and a good story to boot. Uh, and lastly, we have Chesno, uh, and he says both him and X enjoyed Phantom Breaker Omnia. Why do you guys give me these games? Omnia. <laughs> the game has flashy combos with a simple to learn and hard to master play style. Has a bunch of cameo characters from their other games, such as Steinsgate. Great to finally have a fighting fighting games don't win game of the year, my friend. Uh, great to have a fighting game from this series released outside of Japan. The list is also fair with no stupid long grinds or hard as balls combo challenges, but stuff you would naturally do in a fighting game. I highly recommend it when it's next hmm. on sale, he says. I've those are Chesno's words, not mine. Mm -hmm. 
Well, there's probably a reason. If you haven't heard of it, can't be game of the year. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. I, I know the second half of the year is going to be good uh, for me. In fact, the rest of July is going to be good for me. So we'll see. I, I will be interested to see how this uh, changes throughout the rest of 2022. But uh, why don't you take it from here, Koosh? Sure. Chewy says, I've only played a few games released this year, a commonly recurring thread, uh, and most of them are not worthy of even a passing mention. The only one that I would put forward is WWE 2K22. Not only is it a really solid entry in the franchise, undoing a lot of the damage done by WWE 2K20, it's just been personally an absolute joy to play every week, making the wrestlers from our community, and I've hardly got any achievements while doing it. Weird. <laughs> Yeah, those uh, those wrestlers that are uh, of the patrons and such are so good. fantastic. They're like, so good. Uh, they are fun to watch. Just like I, I can't make the streams, but I like looking later and see, just seeing the ridiculousness that comes out of that. Uh, Rhett Stack says the only games I've played that have come out this year are MLB The Show, Mousecraft, and hey, I've got one. Here you go, Umurangi Generation. Although the last one I did <laughs> simply that. for Achievo. <laughs> I actually forgot about that in GTC. So of that list, Mousecraft was cute, but I'll have to give it to MLB, the show, because I played that game to pieces. That said, I have Tunic and Paparazzi on my playlist, play, uh, two playlists, so more to be followed later. Three says, mentions of Paparazzi. I am floored. I, I, right. I think that just tells you what, you know, Achievement Hunters play versus what, you know, the, you know bro bros play so i mean um, yeah i'll give him that yeah i mean we we love what's on game pass and that uh there, there it is um i need to finish that at some point i'm not looking forward to it hatton says i've literally played four games released this year two have been dived one was an easy completion and the other was mlb 22 so i guess i would love i would have to go with that i did have fun getting the achievements while being taught baseball by catster so oh okay I like how these uh, fall in order. That's good. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to be playing a baseball game. I don't think. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, it has to be a seriously uh, gamey uh, baseball game if I was going to play it. Uh, Bring for back me, Slugfest. Uh, I can maybe do that. Um, for me, the game of the year so far, the, the Godis is Blast Brigade versus the Evil Legion of Dr. Creed. That game. I love that name. Came out of nowhere, and uh, I just ate it up, man. From from cover to cover, I spent as much time as I could. I was on vacation. I couldn't play it uh, while I was gone. I came back, and I just knocked it out. That game for me uh, has been great. Um, I need to get back to things like Tunic. Tunic is fan- a fantastic game, nah. but I, you know, I just get distracted by Shiny. Um, so I'll come back to that at some point. I don't know if it'll be my game of the year, but I, I was not expecting Blast Brigade to be anywhere in the mention. But of all the things that I played, and certainly the ones that I've completed, uh, it was Blast Brigade versus the Evil Legion of Dr. Creed. Such a good name. <laughs> I, I kind of had a feeling you were going to pick that one. Yeah. Uh, which is good. I, the, the little bit I've played, it's definitely uh, noted a bull. Oh, yeah. Had I remembered that, I probably would have thought that too. Because I remember <laughs> you being super excited for that game. And it just looks like a total night game. Definitely a total linking. All right. Well, that wraps up our game of the year watch so far. We'll see how all these predictions or all these favorites hold. 
in the back half when we talk about our actual favorite game of the year. If we have to talk about Paparazzi at the end of the year, it is a sad year. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just going to put that out right now. If, if we You're not to, wrong. I'm already blaming the Brits. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's going to be another Project Winter. Yeah, it's going to be Project Winter all over again, but with pups. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, Microsoft is delaying everything. Starfield, Redfall, everything's going into 2023. It'll be an amazing year for for Xbox next year. Not too much on the horizon this year. Uh, but anyways, let's get into the game showcase. Uh, Nate, you're first up. On oh the my dock. gosh. Let me tell you about the game I've played. You want to talk about 2022. Uh, I do not want to talk about 2022. I want to talk about a game from 2006. Naturally. Uh, I, let, me, let me tell you why I'm playing the game that I'm playing. I'm so um, interested so in this. A, a bunch of people uh, wanted to boost Injustice 2. So I started boosting Injustice 2. and I was like, hey, it's a stack. I'm going to do both because I'm dumb. Uh, so I start doing that, <laughs> and it's a huge grind, um, but whatever. I'm into it. I can idle grind it while I'm at work. I can just have these matches sim over here while I'm doing work, and then every couple minutes I just look over and push a button, and it's great. Um, then, because I'm a moron, and I did that boost, and I didn't take it off my RTDL, guess what showed up on my RTDL this month? Well, it's Injustice 2 on the PC. So I start playing that. But what else shows up? is Superman Returns. Uh, back in 2006, this is a movie tie-in game, so you know I love that. I could not resist it, even though it's not great, and it is, you know, it's a Superman game, so... It can't uh, be good. It can't be good. There's just no way it can be good. <laughs> and and uh, it's, it turns out that's correct. Uh, it's not <laughs> great. Um, but it is... Um, it is enjoyable in its badness, I should say that. Uh, I'm, I'm enjoying um, the pain... And the uh, the sadness that comes along with uh, quickly God. produced tie-in games, uh, essentially Superman Returns, is one big map of Metropolis. Now, I did not know that Metropolis had tiers and was an island. I mean, maybe it was that way in the movie. I don't remember it. But you just have this huge playground uh, of just, like, tiered levels. You can't go in buildings. Everything's out, outside. What? And you're just flying around. It is kind of fun to, to fly around as Superman. And the controls aren't that bad uh, that's superman, surprising superman is super strong right he's like you know he's like the you know total ba right and um you kind of get a, a sense of that in this game so it's not bad from that point but um i don't really remember the movie i don't think it was great i think it had kevin spacey in it and you know how it was an that, awful movie yeah yeah and then kevin it was spacey in so bad 22 uh, 2022 is more of a villain than he was back in 2006 um so i guess that plays right um but uh, the game is, uh, it's got some tough achievements, or, or rather I should say some really grindy achievements. There's um, there's one early on that's easy to get if you just stop playing the game and you just start grinding. Uh, the very, is it the first level? I think, it's, I think it's the first area, maybe the second area. No, it is, it is actually the second area when you're on this war planet and uh, you're fighting an alien and you're just flying around. The achievement is for lifting 10 tons, I think, 10 tons of stuff throughout the, your entire time in the game. Well, if you do that back in Metropolis, um, you're picking up things like cars, that and seems... they're not very heavy. But if you're on this war world, you're picking up these really heavy discs that, that make up these, uh, these buildings, and those are about 6,400 pounds each. Um, so you can get it done a lot faster just by grinding out that level. Put on a show, uh, just 
do that for an hour and a half. <laughs> I think it took me about an hour and a half, maybe to two hours of just flying around that level and then, you know, picking up everything I could. Of course, once you pick it up and you throw it, it blows up. So you have to die and restart that area and then do it again. Uh, that is way faster of a grind than just doing the game naturally. Uh, there's also an achievement for flying a certain distance. So what you can do is when you're done one night, you just put a rubber band on your controller and you just let Superman fly into the <laughs> the horizon. And once he gets far enough away, he'll turn around, he'll fly the other way. And you just let him do that all night. And I think it takes about 10 or 12 hours of flying Jeez. Um, to get that achievement done. So yeah, you can do that one completely idle. You don't need a Cronus. You don't need anything. You just hold down the, the, uh, the right shoulder bumper uh, to fly faster. So, um, there's another achievement for picking up a whole bunch of cars, but I'm going to tell you, you're going to do that during one of the boss fights. You have to pick up like a hundred cars. And when you're fighting, um, <laughs> I'm going to, let's call him Dr. Robotnik. I know it's not Dr. Robotnik. It's Metallo. I think his name is. That's a, I'm that's a villain. Him, I'm going to call him Dr. Robotnik. So when you're fighting um, Dr. Mm. Robotnik, you're picking up the cars and you're just throwing at him. You're going to get a hundred because whatever, it's tough. Um, so the boss fights aren't great. And be before every boss fight, you're basically just doing the same thing over and over. Kind of like the Spider-Man games sort of feels a little bit like that. You're fighting like these minions and they're really easy to kill. And you just, you're just waiting for the next one to show up and you're just kind of flying around waiting for the next random encounter so that you can get enough XP to fight the boss. I think you have to fight each boss three times until you get to their final fight. Yeah. Be then becomes a quick time event. And then that boss is done until the end of the game where you have to fight them all over again. Uh, so this game, like I said, it was it was obviously done quickly. It was done to be pushed out at the same time as the movie. It's one big area. You're doing the same boss fights over and over again. But man, it is just it is fun to go through the pain of playing this game. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm That's not, one I'm not way saying to say it. <laughs> it's not a great game because it's a great game. It's a it's a great experience because. Man, this is what games used to be like, and uh, and twenty twenty two is so much better than two thousand six. Uh, but yeah, that's that's Superman Returns. You know know what you're in for if if you get this game. Um, there you go. That's funny. You're playing this. The other week, I was talking to a friend who mm -hmm. swears up and down that back in the day this was a good game. Well, here's here's the thing. Okay, as I've been doing the combat, I've been blown away by how many combos there are in the game. He's got like. 30 combos that you can do. Um, things like, you know, he does a couple punches and he does this supernova thing that, and you can, you can do this like way crazy flea, freeze blast and pick people up and smash them and then throw them. The combat is super in depth um, and it's That's done surprising. not great. Yeah, it's like you can't really tell what you're doing, you're just kind of mashing the stuff as he's doing it, but like there's like 30 combos and I don't know. I would I could have been okay with like 15 combos in like, you know, another area or <laughs> one less boss fight. You know, <laughs> I mean, they could have done something like that, but I'm going to tell you, uh, it does not look as bad as Marvel's Avengers. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, <laughs> they're comparable games it looks like. Uh, right now if you're watching Oof. the live stream, Superman is picking up uh citizens and then flying them to um basically just a, a group of ambulances sitting there, which is which is basically stripped right out of a, a Spider-Man game. Uh, uh -huh. grabbing the people and then like zipping them over to the hospital. Uh, and uh, you don't have to. <laughs> yeah, Superman now, doesn't have to. We're looking Crazy. at like a GTA style mini map and uh, mm -hmm. the world looks, you know, fairly big, big for what? Yeah, this was really. an N64 game. Yeah, I mean, but you can't go inside. And this, man, no, this, this was not N64. No, this is not the N64. Okay, so this, this was, was just like PS2 360. 360. Okay, yeah, I thought 
three. Uh, I thought this was the bad, 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 bad one. No, no, this is not the super bad one. Okay. Now, one of the things I, I haven't been doing yet are like ring races and uh, rescuing cats. Um, I'm saving all that for the end because uh, in the walkthrough they say, just go ahead and do that because once you work through the story, it's really easy to follow a guide, do all the races. They're really simple. Do all these bizarro. I'm actually looking fo- forward to the bizarro levels because in those you're destroying Metropolis. And I think that sounds awesome. I haven't done one yet. I'm, I'm saving that for near the end to kind of like it's a little reward for all the pain I'm going through. But Superman Returns, 2006 again. It's 2006 again, guys. It's awesome. <laughs> what a game. Yeah, that video actually doesn't look as bad as I expected it to. Mm. I also expected a complete and total stinker. <laughs> if you're going, if you're going for the uh, the tie-ins, or you're going for stuff based off movies or superhero games, it's not horrible. I mean, I've played worse, but uh, I'm having a hard time thinking of ones. But now the question is: Are you going to remove it from your pool? No, I'm I'm finishing that this month. Okay, <laughs> it's gone because that was the other thing. Another reason I'm doing this is because of the age 101. Um, boss fight uh, by completing oh yeah good, backwards good call. compatible yeah by completing non backwards compatible 360 games actually you can complete any 360 game but this one is a, a non backwards compatible so it's worth 1.5 I think uh, it's going towards a good cause so I'm finishing this one up this month <laughs> all right well in that case I guess I will go next and game I've been playing is. Game it released this year. I forget um when exactly this game was first shown off. It was either the E3 on 2019 or 2020. I forget exactly what it was, but it is the game Chorus. Uh, you guys may have forgotten about this. I mean, I know I sure as hell have. I remember watching the trailer and going, Hey, this game looks really cool. I bet I would like this. And then with everything going on, completely forgot until it released into Game Pass. Now from what I remember from the trailer, I thought this was more of a like twin stick shooter kind of thing, more like a Sky Force, Sky Force, or like the Aero, Neo Geo Aero Fighter type games. No, not at all. This is a I want to say open world, but it's in space, but so it's like an open space game. It's like an open world dog fighting space combat game and it is really really good if uh nate i think you might like this Corey. i don't know if this is up your alley at all it's not (laughs) yeah i didn't think so i didn't think that you would enjoy this in the slightest um dog fighting if i see uh, no i'm i can pass on dog fighting i mean it looks good right now i'm it looks better than star wars squadrons (laughs) Call me Michael Vick. I like the dogfight. Uh, but anyway, with this game, if you want to try it out, you can play for the first five, ten minutes or so while it gives you a slight tutorial of how to fly and collect things and whatnot before finally before you finally pop an achievement. So if you don't want it on the tag, you at least get it, uh, give it a try. Now, you load up into the game, and this is balls to the wall, science fiction um it is rattling off a bunch of backstory and 
story mumbo jumbo quite honestly i haven't been able to figure it all out i'm piecing through it a little bit because it just is layer it on to right away and i wasn't quite getting it all but either way the combat in this game is really really good um and going back to like i said with the open world the areas in the game are humongous there is so much to do uh, you start off, you're in this area, they call it the Enclave, and there's different like mining space stations and stuff like that all around that you can fly to different ones in between. You're, you know, you fight different enemies of the cult that po- that pops up. Um, there's some light RPG elements in that you can upgrade your ship like as you complete side missions or story missions or you can fly around and collect like different items and whatnot. You'll get credits that you can upgrade. You can find other upgrades, uh, better hulls, better shields, better weapons, stuff like that. So it has those RPG elements to it like that. But yeah, if you like open world games, if you like space combat games, I would absolutely give this one a try. Um, whenever I try a new a game like this, especially with Game Pass, I always like to check it out on xCloud. Unless you got really good internet, I don't recommend this one. I actually wound up dying because the lag is real. This game is a little bit intensive on not good hardware or not good um, internet, so there is that. I wouldn't try. I wouldn't necessarily play this on that. I was playing through my laptop um, through the Series X. It runs great. It looks good. Uh, cutscenes are a little cheesy, not the best, but honestly, I'm not really in there for that. I'm here for more of the gameplay. TA had the rating at right now is a four star. So I think that gives it, gives a lot to it. Um, looking at the achievement list, it all, most of it looks kind of straightforward. Uh, just playing the game. There's a couple of more difficult ones for like, do a f- completing the masteries, which, like I said, with that RPG stuff, as you get different weapons or abilities, or whatever, as you use them, you get better at them and you, you know, master them. And there's achievements for mastering all the different types of those. Um, yeah, I mean, there's the the list is pretty straightforward. There is one achievement that I noticed die in permadeath mode that's one thing that you can start that you can actually have in this i haven't tried it at all um as the name implies i guess you get one life to beat the game and then you die die and i personally have just put it on put the game on easy i just want to play the game i just want to go shoot stuff and have fun um oh do you take a lot of damage when you run into things actually you don't or at least not on easy, you don't. Because that would be me 100% of the time bumping into <laughs> everything, which is why yeah, I don't I like love, these games. I love the movement in this game. It's, it doesn't look like it plays like a, you know, like an X-Wing versus TIE Fighter. You, you look it so doesn't. maneuverable. Yeah, like this is awesome. Like with the, the, yeah, the strafing and like just totally flipping around and just zipping out. The opposite, that, oh, that's cool. That's something I'm actually glad that you brought up because I meant to say that. The, mm-hmm. the flying in this is 
amazing. This is probably the best flying game I've played yet. Um, you have, you know, you everything is super intuitive the way you play. You know, the left the left stick is your speed. You know, obviously you push it up to go faster, pull it back to slow down. And if you are going, f- oh, and um, then you pull, hold L and that activates boost and you can click the left uh, stick in and it activates like a light speed. I forget what they call it. They have their own generic term, but it's like a super boost. And like, let's say you're doing the super boost and then you pull back on the stick you will stop almost instantaneously, like two seconds, two, three seconds tops from going full bore to complete stop, which makes maneuvering so good for those uh, times where it's like you're flying in between asteroids or in like the mining facility and you go around to do a turn or a backflip or you do a barrel roll. There you go. I said it. There you go. Uh, you do a barrel roll. It's, oh, I'm going to crash. You pull back on a stick real fast, and it stops you uh, and prevents you from killing yourself. The The movement is super smooth. It's just, if you play flying games, I highly, highly recommend checking this game out. It is very good. Had I put more time into it, this might have been over Team and T-Shredder's Revenge for me for a game of the year so far. But I'm only a couple hours into it, so I didn't want to say it just yet. But come back to me. This will probably be on the end of the year list. I'm really enjoying this game. And then Ooh, one mm-hmm. other thing when it comes to the story mode, they have... Um, I I don't want to call it a split personality, but you you know in uh, Hellblade, Senua Sacrifice, where she's kind of like talking to herself... And like mm-hmm. for his lost kind of memory, they do that kind of thing in here. So it looks like there's part of the story as you fly around, you're like collecting memory fragments and that's helping put pieces into the story. So I'm interested to see where that goes. There's like I said, there's a lot to it. There's a lot of sci-fi mumbo jumbo in this. If you like sci-fi, you'll probably enjoy the story for for this. Uh, what was you going to say, Nate? I don't remember, but I, I think it was oh. along the lines of uh, I'm definitely going to check this out. Yeah. Like I, I was not that interested in it based off of the, the cutscene I saw, but the actual gameplay uh, has me very interested. Yeah. Quite honestly, I think the story as a whole, eh, it'll be good, but it's not the kind of thing like, oh, you're going to play this for, for the story. You're going to want to play this for the gameplay. It is really, really good. I, I, I yeah, I, can't wait to check it out and get beat it in two weeks before at least Game Pass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a nice thing. It's Game Pass. If it wasn't, it's it's a forty dollar game. Um, it's from developers Deep Silver Fish Labs. I don't know. It's the only game that they've developed, but the publisher is Deep Silver, and they've published games like Saints Row, Man Eater, Dead Island, and and others. They've published actually, excuse me, quite a few on DA. Yeah, that was Chorus. I know we weren't sure quite how to say it because it looked like it was a C-H-O-R-V-S. But the official pronunciation is Chorus, and it's supposed to be a U. I don't know why it looks like a V. Yeah, on T-A, it's actually spelled Chorus, C-H-O-R-U-S. So if you're trying to type that V and you're not finding it on T-A, that's why. You're yeah. looking for Chorus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good old Chorves. 
But uh, yeah. Uh, with that, I guess we'll go to Corey. Oh, I'm very excited for this game that you're about to talk about. Yeah. So I had I've I've been playing a lot of games recently thanks to Warboats and getting back into RTDL a little bit. And there's just been a lot of stuff that I I would like to talk about. Uh, but most of it's been talked about recently, so I'm going to forgo that and go with something that uh, kind of, you know, buried the lead a little bit for this Game Pass news coming up, and uh, I'm going to talk about House Flipper. So this was a game that was stealth dropped into Game Pass on, I think, July 1st. Uh, we kind of just found out about it, and uh, it's been one that I wanted to buy on several different occasions, but I haven't. And now that it's free uh, with the asterisk, I decided to download it. And I've I'm having the time of my life with this game. It uh-huh. is a simulation and I guess it's kind of management as well. Uh, but essentially what you're tasked to do as soon as you load up the game is you look at you go into a, a really dirty, dingy like studio apartment type house thing. And you look at your laptop and you have some jobs that you're doing. You're going in and you're going to clean some houses. Uh, and so you're going in and, and picking up trash. You are mopping up stains. Uh, you are cleaning windows, things like that. As you do these jobs and you come back, uh, you get money from those and you take on other jobs. Now, that's all I've done in the game so far. And I've spent like almost 10 hours in the game. As these jobs come to you, pretty much each one has introduced something additional to the the mechanic not now i'm not only cleaning up i'm actually i'm doing repairs on electrical outlets i'm installing bathroom sinks and radiators <laughs> uh i i have uh, bought the only dlc that has achievements right now it might even be the only one on xbox and it's the garden dlc uh so i can now do garden work uh, so i'm mowing and picking weeds and things like that it sounds exhilarating, I know, but trust me, this game is relaxing <laughs> yeah. and you're going to just be pretty much be mad at yourself because you're like, why do I want to repaint this whole house, but I don't want to touch my, my real house? Um, <laughs> I feel that. Not only does it add stuff to the game as you play, you also get uh, skill points. So <laughs> it's kind of RPG like you get points based off what you do to level up uh, something in that category. So as the more you paint, uh, you can start to paint more walls at a time, or maybe your paint coverage, you know, goes up by like 10% or something like that. So you can do jobs quicker and faster. Uh, you can get more money from the jobs and things like that. Now, I think I read in the solutions that there was like 22 missions or, you know, jobs or something like that. Uh, you do need to do all of them to 100%. You can turn them in uh, at a certain point, but you can go above and beyond and make sure you complete every task available uh, to completion and get 100% for an achievement. Uh, that will get you some some achievements. Now, there is a second part to this game that I have not explored, but that's where a lot of the achievements come from, and that has to do with actually buying houses and selling them, which kind of goes with the name House Flipper. Um, Actually. Yeah. There's going to be certain clients apparently that will show up that need certain requirements to buy the house. So for an example, some people just want all wooden furniture or, or uh, you know, a red, red walls on their house. They want so many bedrooms and things like that. So 
I think that's where you're going to uh, get the second part of the the money making, you know, management part of the game. Uh, money hasn't been an issue whatsoever, so I, I just buy what the task needs me to buy, and I go and do the job. I have not delved into the uh, the whole house buying part of it yet. Now, I did just see I'm playing this on PC. It's play anywhere, so you can play on console or PC. I I actually prefer playing with the mouse and keyboard to this. Um, there are some things where you're just you're clicking on a lot of things like just, you know, just screw in a, a nut or something. You just click on it and hold it. And I'm sure it's something similar on the controller. I don't know if it snaps to those things or if it uses like a cursor. Um, if it uses like a cursor, I would it would just be terrible. Um, if it snaps, it wouldn't be as bad, but I'm really enjoying just playing with the mouse and keyboard. And I think you can hook one up to the console as well. So if you, if that's an option for you, maybe look into that. It's not like, I'm not a keyboard player. That's why I don't play PC games, but this one's not bad. You're basically just, uh, tabbing and going, you know, WASD and then E to use stuff. That's kind of all I'm, I'm doing. Um, I did see when I was looking up the gameplay to show on the stream here that apparently an unlimited money glitch using the console commands has been found. So oh, I guess nice. I guess that's why people are completing it pretty quickly. Uh, the estimate on TA is like 10 to 12 hours maybe for the base game. Uh, I've almost spent that just kind of really just chilling uh, and watching like TV or Twitch while playing the game. So take that for what you will. I these kind of games are relaxing to me and kind of, you know, stress relievers. Yes. Uh, Cause it's just so satisfying to see something so dirty and then you just clean it up. Uh, I can't think of any other video game that I would get excited about cleaning up stuff. Uh, no, not, not at all this month for sure coming out, but uh, <laughs> house flipper has been very good uh, for me for that reason. I'm glad it's on game pass. Like I said, there is one DLC. It is pretty pricey at, $15 USD uh, MSRP, mm. but uh, there are uh, definitely ways you can find that for uh, a little, you know, better prices. Uh, anyways, I won't linger on too much. I do know that there's other DLCs on Steam. Don't think that they're coming to console. While looking up this gameplay, I also found where they have announced House Flipper 2 recently. So mm. uh, they, they kind of, they, they have sold me on the game. So when that comes out, I'll definitely, uh, be in the market but yeah i don't know what's with me in the simulation games apparently when i'm doing because they're good chores uh but this one is pretty good and i I'm, I'm really enjoying my time with it uh and it's got really good ta to boot especially that was before game pass and uh i don't know if with this unlimited money cheat if that's gonna really go down or go up but it's probably just gonna go up so uh definitely check out house flipper i i think it's pretty fun that item selection screen is a straight up rip up, rip off of Lowe's. That is, that is incredible. <laughs> is it? <laughs> now that one now, that I'm looking at on screen does not look like the one I have. So I don't know if there's like okay. skins for your tablet or if this is like a PC mod. Um, but uh, you do bring up a tablet and you got your perks screen. You got your uh, store screen. So it, mm -hmm. if you need to buy a radiator, you can actually search for that. Or uh, I, I let my daughter like decorate a bathroom the other day and she picked like a toilet with lips on it and uh, <laughs> made it pink and, and red and, and things That's like that. Uh, the, uh, there is a tasks screen, so you can just focus on what you need to do. And it, it's like a quick, quick select to the store. So you really don't have to, I have not delved into really decorating and picking my colors out. I just do what 
you know, they want and I install it. Uh, that's kind of where the, the Zen part comes for me. And I uh, just seen it mm-hmm. come together. I don't really care. <laughs> I'm not the interior designer here. So. And there's zero jump scares because this, I mean, this looks like, <laughs> it looks like a murder house. And as he was cleaning, I could have sworn. It. Yeah. I could have sworn someone was going to jump out. So far there has not been any lore hints to like murders okay. or anything. <laughs> Uh, okay. I did have one that was a student house, and there was like, I don't know, it seemed like 200 different liquor bottles. Uh, but but yeah, the, the game's fun. Uh, I know that there's a whole lot more that I haven't even discovered yet. I just started demolishing and building walls, um, and I, there's other tools that I haven't unlocked yet, so I'm looking forward to see what those are. But um, but yeah, it's a good game. Cool. Simulation games are good. They're just... They're just relaxing. There's no stress in it. There's usually not a high skill cap. It's just do the thing. Do the thing. Do do a, do a job a day. You know, uh, I I thoroughly enjoyed waking up yesterday. A cup of coffee. You know, knock out some. You know, uh, do a bathroom remodel in my my morning routine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love these games. I haven't. I've downloaded this. I haven't. Haven't tried this one yet. But I'm very eager to. One streamer I watched was playing this for a while. I'm like, man, as soon as that comes to Xbox, because at the time it was PC only. All right. Uh, but yeah, I guess that wraps up the game showcase. Uh, let's get into some sales. Now, Corey and I have nothing on nothing to say for this. Not, Nate, not however, that it was a bad week. It's just. I'm I've desensitized myself to uh, these sales and all the good stuff's been on sale before. <laughs> did it's you a, say a bad week? Not, I found. Did I say a bad week? It's a weak I didn't week. Say it's oh. a bad week. Okay. Okay. It's everything has either been recommended before mm-hmm. or Game Pass exists, so it's hard mm-hmm. to like get excited. It's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna buy that game, but it might be on Game Pass. I mean, this you is the have, worst introdu- This is the worst introduction ever, Kenny. <laughs> I was just about to say you have one game that I might actually buy because I missed it when it was when it was on Game Pass. So I'll let you go ahead and do your thing. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, what tabs do you have open? Is that better? I have. I actually have a couple tabs open, and none of them that I'm mentioning here. Well, one of them that I'm mentioning here, I might actually get because I have the other two. Number up. (laughs) Number one. Oh oh my gosh! I was awakening. Sorry for my inability to talk. $2.99 $2.99 down from 10. This is an 8-bit era platformer slash Metroidvania. <clears throat> I haven't put too much time into it. I played it when um, it first came out and we got a review copy. But I remember thinking that it was a solid platformer and it felt good. It felt like a good uh, example of 8-bit platforming, especially in Metroidvania genre. Uh, it even has an achievement that asks you to sequence break. So it's perfect. Huh. That's great. Uh, chef's kiss. Mm. Uh, next up, Sword Art Online Fatal Bullet. Now, mm-hmm. I don't know much about Sword Art Online, but I believe it is a drawing game. It's $8 down mm. from $40. Um, it is an action RPG role-playing third-person shooter, and it looks interesting. Uh, I actually do like the, the look of the combat in this game. Not a drawing game, but buyer beware. Uh, this is Bandai Namco, uh, and you know there are six online game mode achievements. And they just love to shut down servers. So if you're going to get this, get it and knock those out. And then you'll have the single player uh, experience that you can do at your leisure. Uh, and 
uh, I think it's mostly co-op stuff, so you are going to want to find someone else that, that fell for this game recommendation as well. Uh, last up, The Last Campfire. It's $6 down from 15 uh, It's an adventure game from the No Man's Sky and Joe Danger devs, and it's surprisingly good, and this is the lowest price ever. I recommended this a while back, and it is still good. Uh, I, I think it's a great game. It's a great recommendation. Uh, really, I can't feel bad about recommending this, even though I've done it before. All right. Yeah, that SAO Fatal Bullet, there's a good chance I'm going to buy that. I'm a huge SAO fan. I just watched the series again. I I love it. I wish I was back on Game Pass so I wouldn't have to buy it. But being at that price, yeah, we can do that. I'm pretty I'm sure I'm a I fan got of that myself. price. And I, I like the way the gameplay looks. I've been I've been liking these third person shooters lately. So uh, I might I might be picking that one up, too. Well, I know you like some of the Japanese cartoons, so mm-hmm. you might actually enjoy this show. Okay. I recommend there. Uh, but yeah, if nobody wants to spend their money, let's the games of gold for this month. And back to games that with weird titles. Uh, first one for the Xbox One, Beast of Maravilla Island. I think is how you say that. Maravilla? Something like sure. that. Sure. Sure. A forever. So, <laughs> something like that. That's available all month long. And then... Relicta? Relicta? Relicta. Relicta? Let's <laughs> not say Relicta. Let's say Relicta. I like that better. I like Relicta. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> That's available July 16th to August 15th. And then on the 360 side, oh, maybe got a throwback. I love this game. Thrillville Off the Rails. Available July 1st to the 15th. Uh, Corey, you're on this simulation kick. If oh, I'm excited and, for Thrillville. Let me tell okay, you. Okay, good. I don't got to sell you. Heck yes. No, I'm, I'm going to try it out. Hell yeah. Yeah, I know you like that Planet Coaster. This game is good. You will like this. Uh, not as good as Roller Coaster Tycoon, but it's still a very good game. And then also uh, on the 360 side, July 16th to the 31st is Torchlight, which I know that is a Nate game. It was. I'm done. Uh, <laughs> it was a Nate game. Yep. Bleated. Yeah, Diablo like game. Very good. Yeah. Very good Diablo clone. Yep. We hear I hear a lot of good things about that. Not necessarily my cup of tea. And then we got a rumor that I'll just go ahead and read this little thing that although if you're in a Discord, it's been pub it's been posted like a gajillion times it says starting in october xbox games with gold will no longer include xbox 360 games microsoft has reached the limits to adding new xbox 360 games to games of gold games with gold will continue to offer xbox one games any claimed xbox 360 game titles can be re-downloaded regardless of your membership so you you still own them if you've already downloaded them so what are your guys' takes with this right away? What do you guys think if this is a true rumor? It's a bunch of bull I crap. I think it's true. I, I think it's been, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's, it's a rumor anymore. Discord. It's been posted in Discord too many times to not be true. I got the email <laughs> from Microsoft. Oh, did you? I have I did. Email, so. oh, it, okay. oh, okay. Well, I, I don't like the wording, number one, because it's way too vague for my likes. Um is they say we're we're no longer gonna give you 360 games, two 360 games. Okay, well, does that mean you're gonna give me four Xbox One games? Or are you only gonna it. keep <laughs> giving me the two 
X1 games. I'm afraid, yeah, I'm, I'm exactly afraid that it's just going to be going from four games down to two games. Um, I don't like that, but... Yeah, I'm sh- I will be shocked if they give us more than two at any month. Like, yeah. I don't understand the hate that people get for them being crappy games or mm-hmm. even sometimes repeats. Uh, I would be fine if they repeated stuff, you know? Same. Yeah. But... People have missed them. I mean, every now and then, yeah. It, it's it's weird because like we were paying for gold and then they gave us free games. Now it's it's like it's expected. It's part of your subscription. Like you, people subscribe knowing that that's you know there. And now if you take it away, you're not paying less. So what are you going to replace it with? And that's not so, clear on if it's even going to be replaced or what value you get from that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I've often said that, you know, games of gold are very just meh titles that just get thrown into the backlog. But at the same time, like, they're free games. So often I'm like, hey, look, three games I've never, I don't have, I now have access to grow that, grow that digital library. And sometimes they are really good 360 games. Just, yeah. just last month, you were, you really liked uh, Rascal Knights or whatever it was, uh, right? Yeah. Rascals. Great yeah. Rascals. Yeah, that's such a good game. Breathe some life into into an old dead game like that. Yeah, I have I, seen several people say that. Oh, okay, take away the three sixty games and give us longer free to play weekends or more choices on free to play weekends. That's that's nothing that interests me to be honest. Same. Those are very few and far between. Um, some people are saying, oh, get you know, put that money into Game Pass. Have you not seen what they give us for Game Pass? We get for good real. stuff. How can it get crazy. better? <laughs> I cannot imagine holding the opinion of, hey, I bet if we don't get these two old 360 games, we'll actually get better stuff in Game Pass. Like, look I can't at that imagine, Like, I can't imagine on, that man. this is actually that much money for them, those 360 be. games. It can't be. But I mean, obviously they know more than we do. So uh, hopefully it's a good move. Hopefully we, you know, consumers benefit. Mm-hmm. I can see them moving to Rattalaika or East Asia Soft, East Asia Soft, and slipping those in every month. I mean, oh, that would that'd be, be wild if they be did that. Insane. Could you imagine if they were to throw in like an easy <laughs> game or store game each month? That'd they, be horrible. The, the, they would get so much bad PR. It wouldn't be worth yeah. it. <laughs> That would be insane. <laughs> That's true. Oh, the ponies. <laughs> the ponies would love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if... Yeah, I'm I'm kind of back and forth. Like, I really enjoy getting three or four games a month that, like, I don't own. That's great. But at the same time, like, let's say they do cut it back to two games a month, like Sony does. But it's two good games. Is that better? I mean... I don't know. I mean, I guess in the eyes of the casuals, it is. But for me, who I just want to collect the games to have more to play, I kind of like having three or four games a month. I mean, I guess that is something to consider. Like, okay, the two this month Beast of Maravilla Island and Relicta. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No, I'm not. No, Relicta. All right, Relicta. Okay, I've not heard of these games before. Am I going to play them? Probably not, but I don't mind them. I mean, yeah, yeah, I'll take better games, but 
who's going to who's going to denote what's better? I mean, people probably are going to not play House Slipper because of the thing what it is, but I think it's a great game. Uh, but you know, people who like puzzles probably are going to like Beast of Maravella. I don't know. It's yeah. it's not up to other people to decide what's good, you know, a good game for you. So I think that's a, a moot point to try to, to throw mm-hmm. out there. Yeah, and that's the other thing. Like when you look at these four games, the diversity is there. Like all four of those games are totally different. It's not like you're getting four shooters or four simulation games. There's something for everyone there. Everyone can find something in one of those four titles that they'll enjoy. Whereas if you if this does go to two games a month, is it just going to be, you know, the two big shooters of the month? And if you don't like first person shooters, you're out of luck or something like that. I don't know. I have no idea. I haven't really been paid that much attention to what the games um, Sony give are. But I know they've had some bangers in there. Now, somebody in chat, Uncle Beast, said, what if they start incorporating DLC into Games with Gold? I would like that. Dude. I would love that. That's <laughs> a love great it. idea. The I was actually thinking is, that at one point. They would have to include the base game with it. I think, or if they picked a DLC that had been in Game Pass, it, I mean, it would it would have to be that that order. They definitely can't do like gold. here's yeah. a, here's a random DLC. You know, people probably mm-hmm. don't have it, or just like DLC for a first party game that you know the games in Game Pass. Well, now you get the DLC from Games of Gold. Like, give me some Gears DLC or something. I, I would even like, um, you know, how like Twitch. And Amazon, you get a free Prime sub. Mm-hmm. Like, what if you get like a you know a free five dollar coupon in the store, or you know something like that? That'd be you cool. Just, even if it only lasted a month, you had a month to spend it. You know, I think that's pretty sweet. <laughs> that'd I'd be think cool I'd too. use it. Yeah, <laughs> give it to me. I'd use it. Oh yeah, everyone would use it. I don't know. I, I guess we'll see. In what is it? This ends in October, so. Uh, their their holiday games with gold for Xbox One better be bangers. I'll just say yeah. that. And I feel like they will. I feel like the first couple of months they are going to come out swinging to help uh, transition, relieve the pressure because you know there's going to be lots of people that are going to be annoyed by this. Yeah, yes. there's going to be a lot of negative negativity around that first month. I'm sure they're probably going to give away like whatever their first party studio game is that's already in Game Pass. People will be like, ah, oh, I don't care about this. Right. They're just going to find something to complain about. So come out swing and give us something good. Two good big games. Like maybe that's when Final Fantasy 7 comes to Xbox. And here it is. It's free on free of games of gold. I can hope. I know that's not going to happen, well, but I can hope. The, on the positive, you never have to worry about a game you just bought on a 360 sale showing up in games of gold the next month. Like you don't, <laughs> you don't have to worry about that anymore. Like we are safe. This so. might be Stranger Things season five, though, Kush. This is the beginning of the end for the 360. Oh, I, I thought that too, and I'm just like, oh crap. I don't. Just looking around that. me, I'm surrounded. I'm just, I'm just gonna have to make a fort out of these things because I can't do anything else with them. So, <laughs> oh, the right. 360 is gonna be dead here soon. Stop. No, no, it's, it's coming. I don't it's like true. it. But I can't it's agree with you, but uh, I don't think you're, you know, too far off. Yeah. I'm scared. I give it 2025, start January 1st, 2026, 360's dead. Every single contest we do from now on is a 360 backlog. Oh, gosh. (laughs) I heard it here first. (laughs) God. That's what it should be, but. 
If only Microsoft could just make everything backwards compatible. It'd be so great. Because I just, I don't want to turn my 360 on. It's so slow. I just don't want to play 360 games. <laughs> oh, no, there's 360 games I would love to play. I just don't want to play them on the 360. Um. Anyway, that was Games of Gold. We've beat that enough. Uh, Corey, you said you want to take over the Game Pass section, so. I do, because this might be the best month best half month of game pass we've ever got so how many times have we said that just think of that that's how good games <laughs> game pass is i've already mentioned look at that house flipper that was a stealth drop not even on the june announcement not on the july announcement it's just there so that aside house flipper aside we have coming out in in this order uh on july 5th that's today as we record the podcast so as you're hearing this these are out now last call bbs this is a PC only game. Um, it has achievements, so that's good. It's like a very old school computer game within, and it has like eight mini games in it. I don't know. It looks like old people will love it. I it looks like I will love it. I'm going to try it out. <laughs> also available now is Yakuza Zero, Yakuza Kiwami, Yakuza Kiwami Two. Now I know those last two at least have been in Game Pass. Now they're back. I don't know. I thought they were there. They were there and then they left. Now they're back, which is a good sign. Yeah. You know, uh, that, yeah. that's that's good. Uh, those are great games. I kind of want to delve into Yakuza, but they are very long. Uh, but they're there for me to not play. Um, <laughs> coming out on July 7th, Match Point Tennis Championships. That's the meh part of the month, along with DJ Max Respect V, which I think some people are actually are excited about. It's a rhythm game. Uh, but then also on July 7th, me off. <laughs> on July 7th, Road 96, one oh, that man. I have almost bought several times in recent times since it's been released on Xbox. And I recommended that last week like, when it was on sale, and hopefully you didn't listen to me. <laughs> so yeah, Kush had a, a premonition with that one. Um, it's, a, it's a great story game, they say. I'm definitely going to be checking that one out. Now, uh, moving on to... Probably one of the biggest days in Game Pass history, July 14th, Escape <laughs> Academy. I believe this is day one uh, in Game Pass. And so that's like, you know, escape rooms with friends. Like, I kind of want to play that. So if you want, if you have a team, uh, you know, hit me up. I like nice. that. My friend Peppa Pig. Yeah. God, no. Not to be I've abdone. I almost bought that. Almost bought it so many times. <laughs> Not to be outdone with Paw Patrol, the movie Adventure City Calls. Oh, yeah. Those two games alone are like 80 bucks retail. Mm -hmm. Yep. Full price retail. Trash. And we all, we all have kids. So, uh, yeah. My friend Peppa Big and the newest, I think this is the newest Paw Patrol are out is, on Game yep. Pass. I mean, I'm not opposed yeah, to Paw Patrol. Oliver will not be watching Peppa Pig. I hate that show. I mean, I'm not one that <laughs> plays these games for myself, but I'm, my kids will. And I will say, here you go. Here's your controller. You know, have fun. I will not let him play that. I hate that. I hate that show so much. <laughs> well, he, he's also like one and a half. <laughs> you got you got some time. Well, in the future, he's not going to be playing Peppa Pig. <laughs> so, so when we see this on your tag, we know it's you. Absolutely not. This is going to be on my tag. I heard absolutely. <laughs> also on July 14th, yep. Overwhelm. That's a PC game. Uh, I don't know much about it at all. And then the big the granddaddy, hitter. the big hitter. We already knew about it, but this is it. 
Power Wash Simulator. Oh, look, another game about cleaning houses that aren't mine digitally. <laughs> I've been I've been jonesing for this game forever. About a month ago, they actually announced it coming to Xbox and Game Pass, and it is here next week, July 14th. I cannot Woot, wait. Woots. Mm. So that's a really good month. On top of that, we have the leaving. So on July 15th, these things will be gone. Uh, and that is a ton of crops. And I think that's on PC and Xbox. Uh, nobody's crying about that. Nobody's crying about that. Game. We have carry on <laughs> again. That's a PC Xbox. That's a stack there. Uh, Chris tales, Xbox PC stack, children of Morta and lethal league blaze. Now I want to, uh, I want to bring to the podcast an official unofficial game of game pass segment show. So we're going to play Keep Complete Delete, where you're keeping the games, meaning you will buy this game that is leaving Game Pass, or you're going to complete the game, meaning you're going to complete it in the next two weeks, or you're going to delete the game, meaning you don't care. It is gone from your memory. So, Koosh, Keep Complete Delete, out of these leaving titles, what what, what would you categorize them as? I would keep Children of Morta. I would complete Carrion, and I would delete Atomic Crops with the with the prejudice. <laughs> with the prejudice, I I, re- I remember your Atomic <laughs> Crops uh, stream and review. Oh yeah, Fufu. I can't imagine you're going to do anything but delete everything. <laughs> um, yeah, I totally just like looked up two games just to make sure I knew what exactly they were. If I have to play my own rules. I think I am going to keep Chris Tales. It's an RPG. Coming, come on. Uh, we will complete Lethal League Blaze because I like fighting games, and I will just straight delete Children of Morta. I didn't. Oh, know. you son of a! I, I knew you. Were, I knew you weren't going to like it. How dare you? That's I the, played a that's, little bit of it. Uh, I didn't enjoy it. I, I never like the said there were wrong answers, but the right answer is you keep uh, <laughs> Children of Morta. Actually. Children of Mortar was one I was going to complete. Um, I was going to try to do it when I saw it, because uh, we got the leaving a little bit before. But with the banger of a month coming out afterwards, I know I'm going to be preoccupied. I get you know new shiny stuff. I have to play it. So I'm actually debating about keeping that and buying that when and securing it. Uh, carry on. I do recommend. However, I'm deleting it because I've already played it. And I echo Kush. A ton of crops is just bad. I would not play it at all. Uh, and the other two taking, are not worth mentioning. I wasn't taking my library into consideration because I've already completed carrying. Oh, yeah. This is I your personal uh, personal oh. decisions here. Oh, See, okay, okay, okay. I don't remember anything from Atomic Crops. All I know is that it's a roguelike. So it was it was pretty hard. It's pretty well, hard. I already, I already have Children of Mortis, so I would keep... Chris Tales, I would complete Lethal really? League, and I would delete Automacrops again. <laughs> <laughs> Double deletion. I like it. Yes. Yeah. All right. But that that's Game Pass uh, July 2022 Part 1. Uh, it's, it's an amazing first part of the, the month. Uh, mm-hmm. You'll find me power washing the, the second <laughs> half of July. Guaranteed. Now, can you power wash your lawnmower? That's the question. Can you import... That'd that is cool. a good question. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's a good feeling when you do it in in real life. Yeah. All right. 
that was uh, the new game show of Game Pass segment. I also have noticed on the podcast, coming <laughs> real soon has been a little absent, fellas. Mm. Uh, mm. Not, not, not casting blame, but uh, if I'm on the podcast, we are doing a coming real soon. And since I don't do this very often, it is coming real soon and not so soon. I am going full send. The full month of July is up for grabs. So with that said, mm. let's get to it i have a uh, i have stream things so let me uh, uh, pull that up i, uh, I, I can tell that on. you were stretching <laughs> <laughs> a little a little bit all right coming real soon july and i'm going to uh i have quite a bit since it's the whole month just remember the names and i'm going to give a very brief description and, and just look out for them if if they you know sound interesting based off what i tell you uh, I'm not going to go in-depth in much at all. Uh, July 8th. So that is the first one on the list. That one I want to... Oh my gosh, I forgot to do something. <laughs> uh, I forgot to hide everything. All right. July 8th. Rip. Eternal Hope. Now, this is a platformer, and it it looks like a colorful limbo. Uh, and, and some of these are very targeted to uh, to either you guys or people in the Discord. So... Uh, I wonder who would be playing this. Uh, Eternal Hope, very Limbo-like game. <laughs> That's a good pick. Uh, coming July 12th is Time on Frog Island. Now, this is an action-adventure isometric game. Looks relaxing. I can't guarantee that it is relaxing. It reminds me of uh, a short hike uh, as far as like aesthetically how it looks, sort of. Uh, so that was enough to reel me in. July 14th, Power Wash Mother Flippin' Simulator. <laughs> I don't need to even talk about that anymore. You're power washing digital houses. Also on July 14th, Spider-Saurus. Now, this is a 2D platformer. Might be a precision platformer. I'm not sure. Uh, very shooty, shoot 'em up type gameplay style. Uh, I shouldn't say shoot 'em up I saw shoot 'em up You're obviously shooting to the right and not up. Uh, this looks more like a Contra clone, and it's by WayForward. It's, it's published. It's published I by think Way it, Forward. Yeah, it might even be developed, but it's got WayForward um, flavoring on it, so you know that it's quality. I, I think it's worth a look, if that's your deal, if that's your jam. Coming July 19th, another one that might be up Kusha's Alley, Endling Extinction is Forever. This is a, uh artistic fox game. Uh, very linear, so moving left to right, kind of... Kind of reminds me of Limbo-esque type stuff, but as a fox. So yeah, keep an eye cute. out for that. I mean, you were right by, about Spider-Sars, by the way. Uh, or Spider-Sars. It is developed and published by WayForward. All right, there you go. You know it must Good be on you. Now this one, mm -hmm. this next one is uh, coming out on July 20th called Hazel Sky. I can't guarantee this one's going to be good, but it looks interesting. It is. Uh, it says it's story-rich and it's an adventure game. Uh, it kind of reminded me of... Like Far Cry comes to mind because I saw a guy pushing a box and like climbing like a a tower, right? But I, I don't <laughs> think it's going to be actiony like Far Cry. Uh, it's just one to look out for uh, if if you like three D adventure games, kind of like that. Also coming out on July twentieth, Hell Pie. This is a satanic three D platformer. Uh, definitely one that I'm. It's been like advertised, and I've kind of made known that I, I am interested. So. That's finally coming out. 
This next one is kind of for the old people. It's called 80s Overdrive. It looks fantastic. It is an OutRun clone. So uh, people that know that game, it's like you're, yeah, you're in the car and the road is like, I don't know. I don't know how many frames per second it is. Not that many frames per second. Probably like two, five. <laughs> and uh, it's like, you know, you take a turn and it's like, and you go back to straight. I don't know. It's very, it's OutRun clone. I don't know how else to describe it. And, but it's very neon and it looks just like it came out of the 80s. So yeah, I guess it serves its purpose there. Now, this one is just for you, Fufu. I know nothing mm. about it. Digimon Survive. See, you would think I'm excited for this. No? But I'm not. <laughs> oh, the Digimon Overlords are It's Digimon. Mad. So what? I'm probably going to try it because I, I love Digimon. But this looks more um, point-and-clickish to story-driven. I heard tactical RPG. <sighs> I've seen some the some of the gameplay. I'm not too big of a fan of it. Just it, look at Digimon Cyber Sleuth. Do that. Find that. Do that more. I just want that. Or Digimon I, World Two. I just want that. I know two people who like Digimon. So this was for you, Fufu, and and uh, Dino Bull. Uh, hopefully, it's good. I I want it to be good. Like there's a part of me that wants to buy this day one just so if there's another Digimon game, it comes to Xbox. Cause I think this is the only one. So like I want to support it, but like, I'm really not that excited for it. I hope it's, Oh, good. that's too bad. Well, you could just probably scrub July 27th uh, off the board. Cause the other one, the last one is not for me. It's not for that many people, but I know some people are, are excited. Rim world is apparently coming to console and apparently it's a good game. I know of it. I see that it's a management game, so cool. I know there nothing about it, though. That's coming yeah. real soon and not so soon. July 2022 edition. Nice. I like the art that you have done in this stream. Thank you. Nice touch. Good touch. All right. Uh, well, with those games done, uh, let's get into contest. Nate, you want to give us a rundown for the Gamer Tag Challenge? Yeah, the Gamer Tag Challenge for last month, June, was OMGesus, and her wildcard game was any new achievement or previous completion in the Zoo Tycoon series with one bonus draw max. Then we had a fun bonus, which was roll the dice, where you were spelling dice with the first letter in any achievement, up to six. And each one of those times you did that, you earned a 1d6 bonus draw, and that was fun, and people That's apparently so liked good. that. People kind of went crazy with that. Well, more on that in just a second. Uh, and the wild card game was any new achievement or previous completion in. Wait, no, that's wrong. That got that's a cut and paste error. Ignore that. In statistics, because everyone loves numbers. Uh, for last month, we had 38 participants. We had 212 letters. We had 19 fully spelled gamer tags. We had nine bonuses entered and we had 78 dice rolled uh, with a total of 617 total draws, and Ooh. that was because of the random nature as well. Our winner is Ms. Fergie. Hey. 200, yeah, 227. Uh, she had uh, the Gamertag spelled, she had a bonus, and six pairs of die, die, dice, dice, dices, and uh, <laughs> her random roll was a 23. So good on her. Nice. I love that bonus. And That's so good. Yeah, so uh, so M's Fergie, uh, you can go ahead and reach Fufu to get your payout, as well as anyone else that may uh, still be waiting on theirs. 
Didn't see anything in the comments about that. Uh, this month is Hawkeye Berry 20 is our gamer tag. Uh, Wildcard Games, any new achievement or previous completion in Fall Guys. There you go. That's where that cut and paste came from before. And nice. the bonus is Fall Guys. Um, any <laughs> which is an achievement with the letters F, A, L, and L in that order, but do not have to be consecutive. So <laughs> if you can spell F, A, L, L in order sometime anywhere in the achievement, uh, as long as they're sequentially in order, it doesn't matter what's between them. Um, that is one bonus draw per achievement. Of course, the easy mode is just the word fall. Um, and the the bonus bonus is the person with the longest string uh, from F to L takes the crown and they win ten, ten bonus draws. So the one that has does the most gets it. Yes. Well, no, the one who has the very longest string, the very longest achievement. Where the uh, the distance between the first F, well, there's only one F, and the second L gets the uh, they take the cake. Mm, I see. I Not also using it all. So if your achievement title starts with an F and the very last letter in the achievement is an L, you get the your the, like total if the achievement for is falling for glory, that would not get you very many points. Well, yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, if you, if you just went with the fall, but we're going to go with the the last L as well. So. Okay. Uh, but yeah. All right. Another good bonus. I love these bonuses. Very, very good. All right. And it is a new month. So therefore, we have to give out the patron drawing for this month. And this month, it is going to none other than Hack and Pwn. Congratulations, buddy. Congratulations. And thank you. Thank you. For being a patron. Thank you for being a patron. And if you want to join in and get get access to that random draw, you can do so over at patreon.com slash achievementhunting101. All patrons get entered into that random draw for a giveaway or gift card. And with that, let's just get on into Brag Camp. Uh, I guess I will... Started up with some completions with 100 games is RFC Ori. Uh, Fallen Serrano has has reached 600 completed games. Wakapel has hit 1,000 completed games. And Nof the God, or whatever the crap he wants to call himself these days, has hit 1,100 completed games. And I think he got knocked off a of TA. Uh, <laughs> if what I saw... In uh, in the Discord was true and not just a joke. Uh, in streaks, <laughs> the Drunken Monkeys currently on a one-year achievement win streak. I normally do that at the end, but I'm doing it first. Uh, Inigo Montoya, 80, with a 50-day achievement win streak. Survivalist with 350. Retro Chief, 1969, with 550. And Bastion Reader is on a 1,650-day achievement win streak. In gamer score, Rocky Rigsy has 50,000. Luke, one. Uh, 17,000 has a new <laughs> no milestone comments. of 150,000 new commas in that, in that gamer tag. Quantum Gray 17 with 250,000. EOJ with 600K. WD23 with 650. Retro Chief 1969 with 750. A Gray Shark with 950,000. MDP 73 with the 1 mil. Congratulations. Northern nice. West also with the 1 mil. Congratulations. Congrats. And Waka Pale with the 1,100,000 gamer score. Way to go. Man, what a month. All right. That leaves leaderboards. 
And we're going to kick it off with Alex RD is now second in the TA Difference Leaderboard for Metroidvania. That is thanks to a recent update, title update to Monster Sanctuary, which happens to be the Vayner of the Month. So congrats to Alex. He was the first one to complete the Xbox version of that game. Nice. That's cool. Yeah, yeah that's one uh, I plan on getting to this month. Uh, it's because it's a good game. And the update is free. Ace is now in the top 50 of the British Columbia TA Difference Leaderboard. Uh, Heizo is now in the top 20 of the Games Played Leaderboard for Card and Board. Elroy OMJ is now in the top 5 of the Gamer Score Leaderboard for Beat 'em Up, which I think he alluded to a couple weeks ago. And Retro Tree 1969 is in the top 10 of the TA Difference Leaderboard for Point and Click. All right. Uh, well, I guess that does it for us this month. Wait, this month, this week. Uh, thank you all for listening. Thank you for those that are, are in with Twitch chat or in Twitch chat with us. Um, as always, you can follow us on all of our socials and whatnot. It's all the links are down in the show notes. We have a doc with all, with all of our links that you can hit us up at. Um, Yeah. With that, uh, thank you, Nate. Thank you, Corey. This was a lot of fun. And like I said, I'm back. I'll be joint. I'll be back in for the, in the host role. Uh, And someone's typing on the doc. And yeah, we have our annual show coming up. That's probably something important that we should be saying. Mm. Uh, July 16th is the targeted date. Um, if all goes according to plan, it will be everybody on staff. It'll be one ginormous show. Um, uh, eight o'clock Eastern is the tar is the target time. It is a Saturday. That way we can help accommodate, uh, Chewy and Waka being with us. But yeah, that should be a lot of fun. That'll be a really long show, but be sure to go wrong. What could go wrong? Make sure to follow us on Twitch and sub to us if you got that Amazon Prime. It's free. But yeah, thank you all for joining us. Class is dismissed. On to some ducky races. It's ducky time. Goodbye. Hello once again, AH101. This is Neo21, and I'm here bringing you another Year of the Vayner monthly wrap-up. So, uh, to start off, as usual, if you aren't aware, the July Vayner of the Month is Monster Sanctuary. And we chose that uh, even before the beginning of June, due to the fact that we knew that it was going to be having an update sometime in June, which came out on the very last day, uh, I believe. So, uh, that is the Vayner of the Month. And there is a stack, however, you only get the bonus draws for the entry at the end of the year for one stack. So if you complete one stack this month, you'll get uh, three entries. If you, you can complete both stacks, but you only get one more uh, for just getting another completion. So you would have four draw, uh, drawing entries. So for June, the most completed Vayner of, in the month was the Vayner of the month, Shantae and the Seven Sirens, with three completions. And didn't really have any others uh, with a lot of completions. All the other games that were completed were just single completions. So 
didn't even have another one that had two completions because it was our slowest month, or at least tied with our slowest one. Where there were only 18 completions in June. The only, there are only two people that got more than one completion. And Mental Knight had two. And I Make Poop 24-7 with seven completions. Four achievements earned in the month of June. In fourth place was Alex with 61. In third place was Ben L. 72 with 64. In second place, EMZ Fergie with 90. And in first place, with a huge lead, I make poop 24-7 with 228. In gamer score, third place was EMZ Fergie with 2,180. Second place was Ben L72 with 2,250. And in first place, I make poop 24-7 with 7,140. For TA earned, in uh, fourth place <coughs> was EMZ Fergie with 4,872. In third place, Jay Huns with 7,359. In second place was Alex RD with 14,725, but I put an asterisk next to that one because he can, he got the first completion in both stacks of Monster Sanctuary the day the expansions came out. So he had quite an inflated TA as I captured this basically a few hours after that happened. So... <clears throat> but he still got second place to, unsurprisingly, I may poop 24-7. First place was 16,461. That does it for the June stats. However, with June being done, that brings us to our halfway point in the year. And being the halfway point, I wanted to br give you a summary of how the Year of the Vayner event has been going in, in its entirety. So, for completions... Across everyone who's participating, we have 175 completions so far, with May being our busiest month with 42 completions. We've had five games lose the Metroidvania genre tag, those being Aspire and World to the West, which we lost in January, and then Flynn, Elegia, and Recompile, which we just lost in May. With those genre tags being removed, that was a loss of a total of 37 completions between all of our participants. Our most completed games so far this year, <clears throat> in fourth, fourth place, there were six different games that all had six completions. And then in third place was Sheepo with eight completions. Second place, Mystic Bell with nine completions. And in first place, Record of Lodos War, Deed Lit in Wonder Labyrinth with 13 completions. For gamers with completions, in third place, Ben L72 with 15. And a tie in second place between Casual Exile and Alex RD with 17 completions. And in first place, I Make Poop with 35. For achievements earned in the event so far, third place is Alex with 468. Casual Exile in second with 543. And in first place, I Make Poop with 1070. For gamer score, in third place is Ben L72 with 15,755, Casual Exile with 18,150, and I Make Poop in first with 33,050. And lastly, for the most important stat, TA earned. In third place is Alex with 37,869, 
Casual Exiles in second with 46,443. And as usual, in first place, we have I May Poop 24-7 with 77,394 TA. So that does it for June and the halfway through the year wrap-up. And I will be bringing you another update at the end of July. Talk to you then.